today. More Biden remorse hits as people wonder where are the $2,000 checks. Also, uh, media, the media, mainstream media, calls for Fox News's reach to be reduced. We saw it coming. We've got a lot coming up on this Monday, and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Happy Monday. Is it really happy? I don't know. We're going to pretend it is. Uh, I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Elijah Schaefer, host of Slightly Offensive here on yes. Blaze TV. He's still still with us. Still with you, and I'm very happy, too. This is Happy Monday. Is it? Yeah, I'm stoked. Are you stoked? I figure fake it till we make it. We've got Sydney Watson here, uh, who also is a, a YouTube host. So everyone go check her out, Sydney Watson. While you can, we don't know when yes, we're all going to be gone, just purged. Uh, are you, is it a happy Monday for you, Sydney? You know what, I've had better Mondays. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think everyone knows by now. I was robbed yesterday, so I'm feeling a little bit... Bit mad about that. Yeah, people like went inside her car and like took just, essential you know, parts. It was a sad Sunday, and now we're on Happy Monday. Yeah, it's the next day, Sydney. You, you gotta know, get over okay, it. I know. You know what? I uh, <laughs> you, you're right. Yeah, I have to. I'm I'm such a glasses half empty kind of person. I just I just want to see glass today. It's just gonna be glass. <laughs> okay. I'm not happy or sad. Okay. Around. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll we'll take that. Uh, all right. So the hashtag Biden lied trends on Twitter as uh, critics are demanding the $2,000 stimulus checks that he, of course, promised uh, during the campaign. He tweeted out during the, uh, the Georgia election. He really pushed for this. I know he said $600 is simply not enough when you have to choose between paying rent or putting food on the table. We need $2,000 stimulus checks. Uh, and of course, then they kind of like change that just a little bit. And then they said uh, POTUS will build on the $600 down payment provided by Congress last year, sending an additional $1,400 to households across America, totaling direct payments to $2,000 per person. So if you thought that he meant $2,000 stimulus checks because he actually said $2,000 stimulus checks, that's your bad. All right. That's just your mistake. OK, uh, here are a couple tweets that were trending. By the time the stimulus package arrives, it'll be more like 600 bucks instead of the 2000 we were promised. But don't worry, Jill Biden is going to hand out cookies later. Uh, and then we've got one more. And the whole government lied. Biden lied and the whole government lied. Don't give don't say you're giving us to given us. Don't say you're giving us $2,000 checks when you're really giving us $1,400 checks. That's just cold, bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Uh, but I mean, these are several of many. There were a lot of people who, mm-hmm. I mean, you look, they're very, they're very leftist. Okay. They're very left leaning people. They're very upset because, you know, as we, as we said earlier, uh, the John Ossoff campaign, the um, Reverend Warnock campaign, um, these were essential gets for the Democrats. And so Joe Biden pushed the $2,000 checks. He said, if you guys elect these people, we will get you the $2,000 checks. But if, I mean, if you misunderstood that to actually mean $2,000 checks, that's your bad. Right, Elijah. that's your fault for misunderstanding <laughs> that the Democrats would tell you the truth. Like that's right. the problem is that people are, these people deserve this. I yes. actually am happy about this. Not that we're getting $1,400, but that the radical left is finally realizing that the Democrats are establishment liars, that Biden is a crooked politician, that he was lying from the beginning and the hashtag Biden lied should have actually been the campaign slogan, you know, because he's been lying ever since he was in that uh, jacuzzi with the kids and then they were rubbing his legs down, you know, the hair on his his legs. And, you know, somewhere in the midst of that, between then and now, (laughs) we now have... 
this regime that has been given to us as a gift, right? This Biden, this Biden regime. And people are finally realizing, oh crap, like we literally got screwed. And where I just sit here going, well, I'm just sip my tea and just say, told you so. Right, Sydney. Well, I mean, it's a bit like that, though. I don't really know what else to say on this because I think that what's already been said is basically <laughs> summarizes my feelings on it, too. I mean, you basically, you voted in a politician who's been in office for, what, almost 50 years? Has mm-hmm. had, He's been vice president, uh, probably got very little done at the time. And so what, what do you really expect from people who get into office and then do nothing for... Decades and decades. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this. It's very much on the table. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. You voted it for is. him it's and you get what you pay for, basically. It now is predictable. I'm so sad well, about this. And it's not just the people with, uh, you know, angry about the stimulus checks, which, Sydney, I'm sure, you, like, now you need the check to pay for your car parts. Yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is, and I don't want to keep going on about this, yeah. but what made, me, what made me go, oh, damn, was when I, I went to the mechanic yesterday to obviously get my car fixed, because, you know, it's missing some serious. Right components and um, the mechanic actually said to me this does happen in times of economic downturn and mm-hmm. I thought that's actually so poignant because you know obviously all this COVID stuff has you know put a lot of people out of work a lot of people are suffering in, in ways that you know thankfully I'm in a position where I have savings and I can actually you know fork out the two grand that will probably be needed to fix it maybe more I'm thankful that I'm in that position lots of people aren't yeah and so you're stealing my car parts so that you can sell that so that you can get money and let's be real they're probably not mum and dads that are doing this it's probably junkies but I want to pretend <laughs> that it's someone who needs to feed their family <laughs> I'm just going to pretend that it's not a method well I mean when we're <laughs> talking about the people who are surprised that Joe Biden lied. You know, it reminds me of the uh, the oil and surprised. gas workers. Is that a phrase? Surprised that, that Joe Biden, Biden lied? lied. Yeah. Is, is that anybody for real? I mean, yes. Same yes. a lot of people now, on Twitter now, saying that. Yeah, because you, you really, you think, okay, yeah. but I think the average American is not as connected as we are, right? Yeah. They don't they don't live and breathe this stuff. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they still think CNN is like a, a good place to follow. And they think that they're going to get all of their highlights there of what they need to know. Because I'm thinking, you know, back to the oil and gas workers of last week or the week before that, I can't remember, who were so... It's been a rough, it's been a rough like 10 days. It really has. Mm-hmm. I, I came back from maternity leave and I was like, I picked the wrong time to come back. This is horrible. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they're so surprised that their jobs are going away. And it's like, he, he told you, he literally told you guys he was going to eliminate your positions. He wanted to phase you out. He literally said this in the debates. Mm-hmm. And that last one, and we thought to ourselves, or at least I did, I heard him say this and I thought, holy crap, I think that's the election, right? Like uh, President Trump was like, uh, I'm sorry, could you say that one more? T- could you speak into the mic, please? Could you say that louder? Mm-hmm. Because we couldn't believe that he was saying it. And now you have people who are shocked that he's following through on what he said he was going to do. Well, it's, it's amazing. They, they didn't hear about any of this, though, from the mainstream media. Yeah. I mean, the mainstream media has basically been giving this guy, like, a glowing recommendation, so to speak, for however long. And there's they're not going to be answering to any of the things he's actually done because they're basically in the pocket of the establishment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the, at the end of the day is... Basically, you have CN- the people that are on CNN. That that to me is what makes up the mainstream media. So people like you and me, like you said, you know, we live we live and breathe this stuff. Right. This is everything. This is what we do. It's our jobs. But the average person is getting their news from um, people that are probably uh, less intelligent than Biden himself. So there you go. They yeah, but they, idiots, the, the, the idiots, is, and forty idiots. But I but the thing that kind of makes me like upset here is 
that the government is still saying, okay, look, the problem that we caused, right, the problem mm -hmm. that yes. these shutdowns, the reason why people are asking for money in the first place is because we ruined the country, yeah. okay? Specifically, majority Democrat leaders in Democrat cities, Democrat states mm -hmm. are hit the hardest, right? I mean, in Texas, people are hit hard here, and I'm not gonna, you know, speak bad about that. A lot of people don't go out right now or they aren't going to restaurants in general because they want to stay home. They believe that's the best choice. And that's okay, but go okay, but Governor Abbott, give us the choice and take away the stupid mask mandate. Yes, but that's but my point is, is when you get to this, so it's just like, it shows you how much the government is not the answer to anything because yeah. they can't even have a consistent solution to the problem that they cause. Mm -hmm. And so it's like when you come out and you say something as simple as $2,000 and you can't even keep your word there, it's like how do the people keep trusting the government? And this is what I want to tell the people watching. This is our moment and this is a perfect story to go to people and say, now do you get why I don't like the government? Now do you get why I hate these people? I hate them, I really do. Mm -hmm. Because they're so manipulative and so intentionally twisted that it's hard for people, the average person who's busy, to sometimes, like you said, to see this or to know what's going on. But this is our time. Let's rise up and let's say, shake our friends and say, this guy's a bumbling fool, if we can even say that about him. You know, I'm not sure we can criticize him a few months from now. But And he is robbing <laughs> the American people of the promise that he gave them, don't support this regime any longer. And if this doesn't change their mind, well, they might be a little bit too far gone. But I mean, I think this is a time to actually like make some change in the country, mm -hmm. and you're going to see a lot of people start to wake up. Okay, so to, uh, Sydney, do you think that people Wait, will wake up? That we should be up? shaking people? Yeah, do you, no, not do you, physically. <laughs> not calling, don't, don't go to your sister and beat her do you, up. Do you think that if, you know, Know, as Elijah, to Elijah's point, as he's saying, do you think that if you tell people, hey, you see this thing that you're mad about right now, this is what we've been talking about this whole time, will they get it? Will it click? I don't know. I think that a lot of people are kind of far gone in the sense that they can't see the correlation of the relationships between cause and effect. And <laughs> the, I, the empty glass is coming out here right now. It's like, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I mean, go. I'm a realist about it. I'm, I mean, I want to be positive, but people every day remind me how stupid people are. <laughs> and so on that front, I just go, I don't, I don't even know how to fix the dum-dums because yeah. it's not the people like you and me that are tuned into this it's not the people watching this that are the ones that you have to convince it's the people out in everyday life who are just like they're ambivalent and they don't care and so when these things happen to them they stomp their feet for a minute and then they go oh and then they forget about it and then they can't again they can't see the relationship between cause and effect so yeah. of course no, I mean, I agree on some, in, in to some extent with Elijah because, you know, I do think there are people out there who are going to go, oh my God, this is, this is really happening. And I sort of played a, a part in this. I voted for this person. Now, basically, you know, the chickens are coming home to roost. But then there will be a huge portion of them who just will not get it. And yeah. there's something you can do about that. I, I, tend, I, tend to <laughs> I, think, I tend to think that people will not get it until i mean we all have egos right until mm -hmm. they until they feel it personally oh yeah it's like like yeah. you can't you can listen to someone all day but until you really really feel the pain personally and you've been personal like the oil and gas workers who are now out of jobs aren't going to be able to feed their families maybe you might have a shot at them but the people who are just complaining on twitter and mm -hmm. don't have a personal story to really like drive home I don't know that they don't really vote. I think they are too far gone. No, but they don't even really vote, and I think that's the key thing. Is Elijah, that, is that the activist? No, no, I'm, Elijah. What? My <laughs> uncle that's been dead for thirty years voted. Okay, okay. that's true. So please, I forgot. Votes. Even if even if only one person voted in the family, maybe they picked up everyone else's forced mail-in votes and dropped them off. Please, and yes. did the work for them. No, but I was gonna say a lot of these people don't vote that are too far gone. Meaning they they have political opinions and ideas, but I think that if you look at a certain a certain slew of people, I think they're sitting here going, I would never vote for this guy again. And I feel like that's what the Democrat Party knows is that 
I can't, cha I can't challenge whether he got elected the first time. I would never do anything like no. that. That's, 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 that's a is, case closed. That's a case closed, fact checkers. You're not going to get me this time. <laughs> but, but I will say this. It's like they know that that's probably not going to realistically happen again. And so they, I don't think they even care because I don't think this has ever been about Biden. I think this is about using these four years to push as many extreme measures as possible. Mm -hmm. This isn't about caring if people vote for him again. He might die in these four years and we might have a, a Kamala Harris presidency. I mean, the guy is clearly might, in, in decline. Might yeah. have a Kamala well, Harris presidency. Right, because let's say, I don't even think it's going to, I don't think it would be dead. Is this me really? being negative again? I don't know. Is this because I'm pretty sure she's going to be president? Like, I'm just. And, well, and not necessarily, Joe Biden doesn't necessarily wouldn't have to die. He just has right? to step I down mean, because he's cognitively, he's going to be painting the right. walls with poop later. Like, I mean, that's right. where we're heading. Right. I don't well, want to throw shade at people with Alzheimer's, but. He strokes over from his 7,000th executive action, you know, just too much writing. But I'm just saying, like, I think that's what we're seeing here is that is that with all these executive orders and all of this pushing of far left agendas, the Green New Deal, killing jobs, I mean, being an absolute madman while the country's hurting economically from government shutdowns, talking about racial equity and only helping black businesses and female-owned businesses, ignoring the fact that, I don't know, like over half the country is white and they also are hit economically and need help too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think anything about this is to intentionally do what's right or good for the country. And they don't care if he doesn't get reelected because I don't think that's their plan. Yeah, well, I think that's just your white privilege talking, all right? <laughs> okay, Latina girl. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got more to come, including uh, Brian Stelter, uh, the estrogen-filled Brian Stelter, explaining why Fox News needs limited reach. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. Uh, if you are, maybe you are out there and you are looking in the mirror and you're like, oh, my hair is kind of like losing its fullness. And um, yeah, I get it. It's no fun. You're not going to go to the doctor. All right, let's, let me just be sexist for a second. Men don't go to the doctor for anything. You could be on your deathbed and you're not going to go to the doctor. So let me give you a solution that you can try. You can try Keeps from the comfort of your own home, okay? Keeps is going to give you the same doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair loss treatments, but they're generic, so they're going to save you a ton of money while they're doing it. And uh, by the way, it's all online. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't even have to get in your car if your car still works, unless you've gotten your parts stolen like Sydney. You don't even have to get in your car. You can do it all online. You take a couple uh, pictures of your hair, answer a couple questions, and a licensed doctor will review everything and send your hair loss treatment directly to your door. It is that easy. Right now, we've got a special deal to get you started. All you have to do is go to keeps.com. That is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Y. That's W-H-Y. 50% off your first order. That is five zero. That's right. Keeps.com slash Y. Keeps.com slash Y. Back in a minute. CNN's Brian Stelter uh, has said that Fox News influence must be reduced. Um, all right. But, you know, don't worry. He's not calling for their freedom of speech to be infringed. OK, because what he's saying is very different. Here is the uh, ever effeminate Brian Stelter to explain what he means. Watch. It's as predictable as the sunrise. Democrats win elections and then Republicans say they are being silenced. But while some cry cancel culture, let me suggest a different way to think about this. A harm reduction model. Most people want clean air and blue skies and accurate news and rational views. And then in that healthy environment that looks beautiful, then we can have great fights about taxes and regulation and healthcare and all the rest. The vast majority of people can agree that disinformation about, let's say the pandemic 
is unhealthy. It's harmful. So how can that harm be reduced? Well, big tech platforms say they are removing lies about vaccines and stamping out stop the steal BS and QAnon cult content. Now, do these private companies have too much power? Sure. And many people would say, yes, of course they do. But reducing a liar's reach is not the same as censoring freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is different than freedom of reach. And algorithmic reach is part of the problem. Oh, that was a good rhyme, you bald little girl. Really good. Wow. I like to rhyme all the time. You know, (laughs) that was like... Wow. Yeah. The talking about the environment, <laughs> the grass. That's a that's beautiful. That's beautiful grass, by the way. Is this, oh. writer, is this like is this the person who writes his script like fourteen or something? <laughs> like that, that was a very child. No, actually, it's just Brian Stelter. <laughs> does he write his? I hope he I doesn't write his own his own scripts because, you know, it's it's always funny because I feel like we are living in a straight up communist world where you know they're always saying like we're not. It's not a gulag. It's it's a holding center to reimagine what life could be to teach you what you should think like. Like even though it's like it's not a re-education right. camp, this is an encouragement to comply right. with the standards of our country. Well, it's like, like Cuba's literacy programs just taught kids to read. <laughs> that's all it did. See, and that's my point. It's like, think of it like this. Some people call it censorship, but what if we just don't call it that, but then <laughs> censor people? Right. You're like, sir, do you realize what you're saying at a much higher pitch voice than any other host on your network, <laughs> but you're still saying it. I don't know. Is that the joke? Is, it, is his voice as high? I've never listened yeah. to him talk. Well, also, I tend also to just, he's a, no, also he's just a girl. That's, he's a sissy. He's a, he's a sissy. He he's is. a sissy girl. He's just a. Wuss. I don't know if you can say that these days. I mean, you're heading for like a fat, a fat uh, knock off the internet if you're gonna. Go no, we'll just say this. He's not. He's not a man. <laughs> Thank you. Because we don't know if he's one of the other genders. Is, he has, I mean, I don't know what he is today. What? Who am I to say what <laughs> he is? Is anyone over at CNN an actual man, though? I mean, that's... I mean, generally when I watch it, I'm just sitting there going, oh, God, this is beautiful. Are you attracted to Brian Stelter? Is this a secret that you're defending? <laughs> I want to touch his head. <laughs> I want to rub it. <laughs> and that's that's where I want to be at in life. Well, this yeah. is derailed because now I want to vomit. <laughs> well, this now became... It's like, you know, it's more fun to talk about Brian Stelter because then to talk about what he's actually saying is what he's saying is so nonsensical. But you, so many on the left are calling for the same thing. Right, but, but, he, but, he, do, but he does it like in a tone of voice and with such mannerisms that it makes it comical mm-hmm. because it's like mm-hmm. it's like you sit there and you're going this is a stand up co- like comedy special right this is actually that's more entertaining than most Netflix comedy specials which no one laughs at anymore they just clap for uh, but Brian that's what he wants he wants people to clap for him he's going I'm going to lead the revolution to say this we know these things to be wrong we're not supposed to live in a society where we're, we're, we're shutting down a voices we disagree with mm-hmm. but what if we just change the way that we talk about these things? Then we can confuse the public and we can justify ourselves into doing them. It's like, hey, baby, like imagine if you did this. You go to your like, you know, spouse, like you go to your spouse and you're like, look, I know we're not supposed to cheat on each other, but what if we just practice new forms of loving <laughs> expression on people who are our friends to then use on each other? And you go, that's, that's cheating. cheating. And it's like, or is it? You know, and it's like, it doesn't work in any other situation, but it's like, that's actually let's, yeah, so let's, yeah. let's do something that's actually going to hurt the relationship of people in this country. It's going to destroy us, right. but let's 
call good evil and evil good. And that's what the warnings are about the last days. I think we're living in, in a very biblical time, very predictable time. Even if you don't believe in the Bible, it does say that in the end times, in the last days, that people will, like this is what, they're gonna be lovers of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And they're gonna be hateful, spiteful. And you look at this, this is actual, Brian Stelter is evil in the shape of a human egg. <laughs> I, <laughs> looks like a little ball. He does. Uh, okay, one, one more thing about what he said that kind of struck me ball. was that he said, um, you know, Democrats win an election and conservatives cry cancel culture. And it's like, no, no one's crying cancel culture because mm. Democrats won an election. People are concerned about cancel culture because it's a real thing. And also conservatives are like verifiably being purged from social media platforms. Like that's, they're, she's conflating it, two different or things. Or is it? Or is it? It's like Everything a Jedi, is a Jedi mind trick. Yeah. Is it? I mean, so that, like they're, they're conflating these mm. things. And now, again, the average person that we talk about who get their highlights of news from CNN, that's what they think is happening. I think it's the fact that I know everyone loves to bring up 1984. And I read it recently in the last couple months. I was like, I am reading this damn book that everyone keeps talking <laughs> about. And I know that everyone loves to point to it. So I'm going to be one of those cliche people. But this is what they do, where they change, change the terminology and make it sound a lot better. And I mean, it's so funny that, you know, he even had the audacity to say that basically it's almost in a way like, all in, the, all in the heads of conservatives and, and Trump supporters and things. Yeah. And that, you know, this is not like actually You guys happening. are just being whiny. Exactly. It's like, oh, okay, well, I'm pretty sure that the... Uh, <laughs> it's just in your head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the people who are being purged off of social media, who are being banned, deplatformed, and depersoned, would uh, probably disagree with you there, friend. Right. Like, I don't know what planet these people live on. Yeah. This is a Ministry of Love type situation stuff, and it's, <laughs> it's making me very uncomfortable. Also, he cites uh, anti-vaccine people are being shut down as if that's like totally cool. Like, yeah. let's just mm-hmm. shut down people who don't believe in. Yeah, also the best, like, this is what I don't understand too, because, okay, like actually what makes people, let's say against something is usually hearing it. Like, how did I find out that I am not, um, you know, a white supremacist? Well, I don't really know much about it. I'm a kid growing up and then I'm hearing, oh, there's this like, this idea and these people are focusing on the Jews and anti-Semitism and I'm hearing what they believe and I'm going, oh yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't want to hear that. But now let's just say I'm a 12 year old, you know, young guy and all of a sudden you want to be rebellious and there's all these people, anti-vaxxers, white supremacists, all these people that can't have a voice or can't say anything. And you, when you're young, you're going to get kind of curious. You're going to go, well, I actually want to go find those people more. Mm-hmm. And now as they've been pushed more and more to the fringes of, of the internet, they're going to have deeper and deeper, deeper echo chambers, get more and more radicalized, yep. have yep. a more convincing and radicalized base and way to recruit people into their ideas. Yep. You're actually creating extremists, and this is just like what the US did with, with trying to with you know win the war on ISIS, terrorism, yeah. mm-hmm. is that you end up actually creating something worse than the Mujahideen, like you said with ISIS, you create a more extreme version, more radical, and so what he's doing is going, you know, I'm gonna save America, but you're actually setting us up for some of the most extreme ideas possible becoming even more extreme. It's like. And maybe that's the plan. Yeah, that, and that's what I would say, is I, I wonder if they think, well, if that's what happens, great, because then we get to bitch about conservatives more and tell you we told you so. I told you they were evil, and now they actually are. Right, exactly. All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, 
Patriot Mobile, so in case you have not heard the news, Patriot Mobile just expanded their nationwide coverage dramatically. It's going to make you, uh, it's going to make it a heck of a lot easier for you to go and dump your, you know, Verizon or whoever you're using for your cell phone because they're charging you way too much money and then they're donating it to left-leaning causes that you spend, oh, I don't know, just your entire existence fighting against. We are proud to partner with Patriot Mobile here at Blaze TV. They never send a penny to the left. They are not going to silence you. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Also, it's 2021, uh, so you can switch very easily. They can use, uh, you can keep your number, you can use the same phone, or you can buy a new one, whatever you want. But I know there are a lot of people who have had their cell phone for forever, and they're like, I can't switch because what if there's a problem? It's 2021. You don't have to worry about that anymore. You can build your own bundle with multi-line discounts and save even more on their already very reasonable prices. All you have to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash news. You will get premier activation right now and also a free gift, which I'm really excited. Someone write to me and tell me what your free gift is because I want to know. I'm very curious. Use offer code news for premier activation and a special gift. It is patriotmobile.com slash news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. Back in a minute. Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York is in hot water this week after a press conference at the end of last week where uh, he was asked, he's, uh, a, who is this, Jennifer Kuecki, a reporter in New York, said, Governor, your staff is often unapologetically aggressive when it comes to defending your policies, particularly on social media. In this case, many of the people who disagree with this nursing home policy have a very personal connection to it. So, you know, what would your message be? And um, it's interesting, Cuomo's uh, answer. <laughs> uh, here's a, here's a, why don't you just watch it yourself? Here's the clip, watch. A third of all deaths in this nation are from nursing homes. New York State, we're only about 28% only, but we're below the national average in number of deaths in nursing homes. But who cares? 33, 28, died in a hospital, died in a nursing home. They died. Wow. Cold-hearted words <laughs> from Andrew face. Cuomo. <laughs> so you, wicked. I know. Oh, my God. Who cares? They died. They died. Who cares? By the way, his numbers that he's citing on nursing home deaths is, of course, the number that um, his own administration determined that they had had. The AG, the Democrat AG over in New York, has we talked about this on the show on Friday, has already said that it's like at least double what they reported because shockingly enough, when the Cuomo administration investigates the Cuomo administration, sometimes things get lost in translation. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of being married a lot and when it's like, when like your my wife asks Careful me here. and she goes like, Oh, like, did you clean the kitchen? And I'm like, yeah, according to my own standards, but which is really not cleaning the kitchen. It's <laughs> right. like, yeah, just picking the stuff off the counter. Most men watching could probably relate. Oh my God, and you just like, move it somewhere well, else. Yeah, and it's like, it's like standards, oh. but standards matter in government. And that's what he said is that bad governing standards are what led to the chaos of the pandemic. And it's like, buddy, you can't, this is the same thing with the Stelter thing. Mm -hmm. you, you just need to say as a, as a governor, I actually screwed up. 
which is okay because nobody knew what they were doing. To be fair, we like to give him crap for what his choice was and it was a bad decision, but being a governor is not an easy job and it's not like you are always going to make the right choice. And if he made a decision that affected people, he just needs to apologize and just say, hey, look, this was bad policy. I'm sorry, people did die and we will learn from this. It's hard to govern New York. It's hard to govern New Yorkers in general. They're very stubborn people. Imagine old New Yorkers, but I mean, like New Yorkers are crazy. And it's like, just admit this, but instead he's doing what any good communist socialist would do. He's fudging the numbers and covering this up to rewrite history. And the future generations will, he'll go down as that guy who won the Emmy. Now, Elijah is apparently an Andrew Cuomo apologist over here, but <laughs> Sydney, uh, I will say there's been what, at least nine uh, top New York health officials who have left their posts underneath Andrew Cuomo since March when this happened, apparently because of uh, the, the morale has dropped and he's ignored advice from the public health officials, which I think is where the socialism component well, comes I'm not, I'm not an apologist, Sarah. I'm Whatever, Cuomo I'm just hearing a Cuomo No, I'm just saying he, he could have just apologized and said, I messed well, it's, up, well, it's but earning, he didn't. Well, no, 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 I, and I'm, I'm just giving you, I'm giving you crap because you said being no. governor is a hard job. But he did ignore the advice. Yes, it is. But he did ignore the advice of these people who he had surrounding him mm. to give him advice on these matters. I mean, I, and okay, he's a scientist, right? By background, ish. Every, we're all scientists now. Okay, well, fair. Uh, but uh, me like, especially. I yeah. think yep. Sydney. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I think it's probably like pretty much common sense to know if you bring a bunch of COVID-infected patients back to nursing homes, it's probably pretty likely that they're going to then it, infect the other people. I mean, is yeah. that, does one plus one equals two? Is that, is that what that is? No, that's think. illegal to say in 2021. <laughs> Can't say that anymore. No, look, I think that these people have got their own self-interests at heart, and yeah. so oftentimes when they're acting, it's not because they're thinking of the, you know, the best way to go about doing things or the... I don't know, the well-being of their constituents or whomever. I think it's largely because they want to do whatever's going to line their pockets in the most effective way. Yeah. <laughs> so when I look at what he has to say, of course, he's going to be like, who cares? Like, I, that, that's not shocking to me. I don't know. I get, you know what? You guys think I'm negative and that's okay. <laughs> but at least I'm never shocked by these people because I go, I fully expected this. I fully expected you to put dying people in with other dying people to kill more people than we previously could have possibly thought that might possibly die. That's fair. Um, I expect this because these people, in my opinion, if you want to go into politics and actually be a politician, I think there is something maybe potentially mm -hmm. wrong with you because um, that's a that's a role that really it really requires a certain kind of personality type. And I think sociopath might. You know, wow. encapsulate that. So Sydney says, keep your standards low when it comes to politicians. You'll never be disappointed. Well, because we expect no, them. High standards you'll never politics. be disappointed. It's, it's what we were just talking yeah. about earlier about Biden. We know they're going to lie to us. We know that they're going to act in their own self-interest. Maybe on like a state level, which I know this is state, maybe on a state level you might stand a better chance because these are people, you know, like especially, you know, even on a local level, sheriffs and things like that. Maybe these are people that are a little bit more orientated towards the people. Maybe they are a little bit more personal about it, but certainly on a federal level, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know this guy's not a federal, but you know, you get my point. You get yes, my point. Yes, yes, let, yes. Let yes. Mrs. Negative just be right. Okay. okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, so, in other news, the CDC has issued an emergency order requiring all Americans to wear a mask while using public transportation. This includes airplanes, ships, ferries, trains, subways, buses, taxis, and ride shares. So, this all encompassing federal blanket 
mandate, for those of you listening on podcast, I'm using air quotes, mandate. Uh, they said that those wearing a mask will furthermore be required to wear their mask in such a way that it covers both the nose and mouth. So keeping it under the nose, not okay. And face shields and goggles are not permitted as substitutes for masks. And also, by the way, you can't wear a mask that's too small or too big. Like that king, who, wherever he was from, that was wearing a crown royal bag on his face, I saw online, and it made my whole day. That's a mood. Uh, it really that's, is a that's mood. That's such a mood. <laughs> um, so, Elijah, I saw you tweeting about this. Now, they say that they have the authority to issue, to issue criminal penalties. Yep. They said that they, this this doesn't make any sense. Let's talk about, this is Andrew Cuomo type of language here. Yeah. So it's a mandate, not a law, but there's criminal penalties, even though it's not a law. And then it begs the question of who enforces this law, right? Because CDC doesn't have law enforcement capabilities like that. Mask police coming soon. Well, this is what, this is (gasps) what. Don't even joke. No, they have have this in in Canada. They're starting to send task force people to make sure and check up in their homes. Australia's the same, New Zealand's the same. Yeah, I mean, this this is coming to a city near you. This is to a point to where the, and the language is is even more confusing because they go, well, your mask has to be two layers. Now, I know theoretically most masks that are of high quality are two layers, but now this takes away, you can't do homemade masks anymore. You can't do bandanas. You can't do neck gaiters. Um, Well, I think they said if you do a neck gaiter, it has to be folded so that it's double layer. Well, that's what I'm I'm saying. You can't just wear them normally. You have to like take two masks. So what this is, this is implying that we need to wear two masks. Now I'm just still mad at the people who wrote this law of why they stopped it too. Like I think- No, it's not a law, remember. It's not a law. Oh, sorry. Amanda law. (laughs) <laughs> it's a mandala. Um, I wish that, I mean, why not stop here? I, yeah. I'm just saying 50 masks, 100 masks. Like, mm-hmm. we've got to keep going further. If you're patriotic. Yes, and create non-laws that have criminal penalties. This is a good direction for our society. I thought asymptomatic spread, though, was so, so, so uncommon. Then I, I never, I, I mean. Be careful with your words, listen, Sydney. Listen, I mean, I was reading a bunch I'm of these. I'm joking. Oh, you, don't, what are you reading? Scientific studies? Yes. Please, you the can't CDC, read those. The World Health Organization, you have to, you can't say that kind of thing. This, that's why I just don't get this and I just go but if we acknowledge that asymptomatic spread is effectively not a thing I got asked this actually over the weekend Sydney are you a single masker or a double masker I'm like I'm a zero masker like, I don't, I'm like I don't. is that what people are asking it was is this like a pickup line no it was it was so a, a single masker or a hey, double masker you know what I was actually reading before I was on I was on dating apps people are now uh, leading with I'm vaccinated Check that out. No. I am not kidding. I saw this earlier, and like as a you know perpetually single human, I was like, <laughs> when this comes into my life, I may actually cry. <laughs> oh my God, that's horrible. So yeah, it wouldn't shock what? me if, if people are like, hey girl, so I, I got four masks in the car. You want to come check them out? Oh, let's go, let's go. This is, oh. I really, I'm so glad I'm Modern world right was a mistake. It's time for the media. Yeah, it is. What if you had a date? I'm like, my heart's broken for America I, right now. Like. People Your heart should exclusively be broken for me. <laughs> the single friend you have. I have a friend me. who just lost a relationship over differences in how to approach COVID. Like they literally no, but like no. they were like literally Get like out. it was because it was like to, to put it in to put it in her favor, the man was like being really weird and she he was like they really liked each other and he was being really weird about like COVID stuff. And she was just like, as a, this is someone I know, it's like I, I just can't have a man who's not living in reality. Like, like if he's young and he's healthy and he's like being afraid of this stuff, like I can't trust a man like that to lead me. And they, <laughs> I just, fair. I witnessed a breakup over like COVID stuff. 
Wow. Yeah, so I, Again, these <laughs> these girls on these dating apps are like, yeah, I uh, these guys will unmatch you because you're not vaccinated. Even, I, it was Christ, I can't remember, don't quote me on this, but one of the, a girl had posted a screenshot of a guy being like, hey, you're great, really like you, think you're wonderful, but I found someone else who's actually also vaccinated and we're just <laughs> going to try to keep our bubble, like, you know, close so that we don't, like, infect other people. So I'm going to go and date that person instead. Wow. I don't, wow. I, don't I don't either. Yes, I'm it. so glad I'm married. <laughs> yeah, All right, we got to take a break. People. We'll be back. You ruined my life right now. <laughs> oh, like, well, at least I can never get a divorce now. Like, no one can ever want to divorce anyone. Oh, yeah. Are you Right, uh, Chicago Democratic Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Uh, she is in a uh, kind of a battle with the union, the teachers union over there, because um, they don't want to come back to school. And if you can imagine Lori Lightfoot actually arguing and saying, you better freaking come back to school, teachers. This in a Democratic place like Chicago, this is actually what's happening. Uh, here is Lori Lightfoot. Let me say again, we expect all of our teachers. I love her. Who have not... Um, received a specific accommodation Have you to come to school nickname? tomorrow. All of the CPTU members and those do not, who do not report to work, and I hate to even go there, but we're going to have to take action. Let's avoid that. Let's avoid it in the first instance by getting a deal done. I love this so much. I love this so much. Fire every single one of these stupid teachers who want to put themselves and this stupid like, oh, I'm so scared of COVID. No, you're not. You're just lazy and you don't want to go to school. Okay, you just don't want to teach. You don't want to do your job. We're all clear on that. Uh, and fire every single one of them. Please tell us how you feel so that we know and we can fire your sorry asses. Uh, but let me, I want to get your thoughts on this. Let me just throw in, just since, you know, Sydney's kind of in a mood. So let's put her in more of a mood with, uh, with Joy Behar. Stuff, why not? Joy Behar from The View. Joy Behar says, sending kids back to school this year is so fraught with anxiety and uncertainty. Why not just have everyone repeat the year? Is that such a far out idea oh so just just have your kids just just have your kids say eh, we're done this year let's just repeat the year just repeat a year of your kids life what? because <laughs> it's so fraught with anxiety and the teachers you can't expect the teachers to listen to like statistics that's too hard for teachers I don't it's know what world hot. these people live on. I really don't. You, you show this stuff and like I know that I, you want to take it seriously, but I just go like, <laughs> I don't know. I, Elijah, help me here. I don't. I well, like. This is why we don't. What trust world redheads. is this? No, I'm just. That's not it. But I was say. <laughs> the soulless thing comes into play. I mean, I'm gonna say if you're a redhead. Mm. Or in this case, a liberal, which is the real the real redheads. There we don't go. talk about the people without souls that are out there playing. And you know, I have to say this. This idea of how these adults are looking out for themselves and not kids is the exact decline of a nation to be serious about this. Like the fact that teachers don't understand what their positions are about, that this is about educating and growing children, and this is not about you. And people go, well, what, how are you supposed to help kids when your health is on the line? Well, is it? It's not. Is it? <laughs> That's the question. Is your health on the line? And also, there is nobody in this country that probably has better immune systems than teachers. To all the teachers that are out there, we all know those first couple years are wrought with severe decline. Now, that's not to say, look, there's an easy way to do this. 
If you're over 65 and you have these pre-existing conditions, or even if maybe, you're younger and you're vulnerable for but, 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 some but I'm saying like, maybe give right? them an early retirement. There yeah. you go. Because I'm yeah. pretty sure by 65 and a teacher, you probably can already retire. Maybe you should go into retirement and let the young person who's healthy take the job. Then to the people who are obese, also take the year to lose weight. That's a really good thing. Just do it. it, it you know, I'm being I'm being honest. I need to lose some weight too. It's it sucks. But if you're afraid because you're obese and there's a preventable comorbidity ratio here and diabetes related to your weight and stuff go get healthy and stop acting like a victim and get back into the shape that you need to be to educate kids and to teach them and for the a few people that are the outliers then just take it case by case you know what I mean like this is this is these unions are sick and it shows you that these people as a country we're not working to help our nation to build up children it's all about me they're self-involved it shows the narcissism in our environment and it's not even based in science and when teachers who are supposed to be basing their decisions to teach kids by example how they live are not basing basing their example on actual institutional truth mm -hmm. that shows you how far our education system has fallen because they don't care about truth they've never they haven't cared about truth for decades right and they're indoctrinating kids and that's what this is about and they've shown their cards and I say fire every damn one of them mm -hmm. who doesn't want to go back to work if they don't have a valid reason I don't know though in a way that. I feel like I'm up to your minds about it because I get what you're saying but then the other part of me is like a lot of these people are teaching such radical crap anyway to kids that I in a way I almost feel like if this is pushing more parents towards if they can do it like homeschooling and things like that I think well isn't there a benefit to that now yeah and I would agree with um, you to an extent yeah yeah of course indirectly right but yeah. directly it's like okay well the person who's working at Walmart who's been open this entire time. Sure. The grocery store worker didn't get to pick. Oh, well, I don't really want to go. True, yeah. I'm, I'm worried that my life is on the line. Great. You can get another job mm -hmm. and someone else will come in to fill mm -hmm. your spot. So it's almost like, okay, well, the teachers are valuing themselves below people at Walmart well, actually, who work at Walmart, which yeah. I'm not devaluing, but I'm just saying, like, if teachers are basically saying we're not that important, at least they have we're not important insurance. enough, yeah, we're not important enough to go to yeah. work, to show up at work, I'd say, great, thank you for showing us how you value yourself, that is how I will value you, mm -hmm. and we will find people who actually care about the kids, because then if we could replace them, maybe we do get that teacher who actually cares about teaching the children yeah. and not about indoctrination. Yeah, exactly, uh, and I, I guess you're right in the sense that, you know, the people at Walmart probably have a greater risk of getting sick mm -hmm. uh, than, the, than the teacher because the teachers are putting up with you know however many children day, the same kids day in and day out it's not like it's some you know new, new group of kids every single day with you know a new opportunity to, to become ill or whatever the case is and I thought that the rates of infection in children were incredibly low they I mean, are. that's always and been my they are. Too. and transmission right so I like mean, schools that are open they've not yeah. had any Just sort put of 10 masks on them I as think, well I think <laughs> the major problem here is that you have I think teachers have a real complex where in a way they almost have this savior complex because they are teaching the, the you know the young people the yeah. next generation i mean no shade to you know normal teachers out there who are you know like-minded and and who think like i think if they're watching this program they probably know and i would yeah. say most teachers like probably aren't but these are the ones in the unions that we're right. talking no, but about i think right. I, I think this is a thing the world over because this used to really annoy me in australia it annoys me here and i think that a lot of teachers have put themselves on a pedestal where they think that they are in a lot of ways you know doing some massive you know service to, to the world and what have you and the reality is that like yeah, there's there's definitely a necessity there. Kids obviously deserve an education. They deserve, they deserve to be taught and what have you. But I don't think that what you're doing is any more or less risky than what anyone else is doing at this point. Like you said, the person in Walmart is actually at a much higher, greater risk, if we're going to look at it in, in these sort of terms, than the teacher. I, I just, I don't know, I, maybe it's because I have a, a low, a, quite a low amount of respect for people these days because I think if you're going to whine and moan and complain, quit.
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, they know that they can hide behind their union, but it's like the grocery store workers didn't get a say. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I, I like being essential. If you guys are going to make yourselves non-essential, then you can just go be non-essential yes. and not collect a paycheck. So Yeah, there, but then they're going to, you, you know, then they end up being on welfare and then they become leaches to the government. I mean, they're leeches already to the leeches taxpayer. to the government. I don't know. Yeah, but I was going to say, it's, it's <laughs> real quick. With, yeah, but with these teachers, like basically what you're showing us is that you don't want to work and you're going to expense our kids' welfare. And that's, we. this is our taxpayer money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So get the hell out. Right. We want our kids to go ahead and we want our money to be used correctly and if you don't want you want to get in the way of our money being used to help our children then you're mm -hmm. out yeah that was not real quick at all all right back in a minute <laughs> do it all right don't forget to uh, go wherever you get your audio podcasts uh, subscribe rate and review the news and why it matters remember give us five stars because we don't deserve anything less than that uh, we've got a couple reviews here you could see your review read live on air we've got one news i trust from sd lover 84 in a time where big tech is joining the swamp the outlets of news i trust is growing smaller the blaze and their team of journalists and podcast hosts have really come through strong they say we are refreshing, straightforward, and choose to report the actual news and break it down versus the story they are trying to spin. It makes me laugh out loud at least a few times with their dry humor, especially Sarah's. I appreciate it so much at a time where being conservative seems to mean you a variety of hated things in our society. It's good to know there's still people dedicated to speaking truth rather than opinions and virtue signaling. We've got one more here. Sydney Watson, T-Park 2231, y'all are killing it. So glad to have you back, Sarah. Congrats on the baby. I've turned my sister and her family on to it. Keep it up. P.S. If Sydney Watson needs a guy, she can come find me. Woo! Wow. Ooh. Well, we need to know, does she need to be vaccinated? Yeah, that's, that's the question. Because <laughs> uh, that's, that's what's that's the make or break these days. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.